0: Today's episode is being brought to you by A Better You Consulting, LLC, where we help ordinary people achieve extraordinary dreams. Follow us on Facebook and LinkedIn, and begin your one-on-one personal development sessions today. Welcome to the Life Room Podcast. Real life, real Christians, real struggles. Our mission here is simple. Our desire is for everyone to understand how the Word of God is relevant to their lives. So each show, you will hear a short teaching, followed by a brief discussion on how that teaching relates to you in your everyday life. So share with someone and allow God's Word to come directly into your living rooms, your cars, or maybe into your office. Welcome to The Life Room. So let's jump right into today's lesson, where our text is coming from three passages of scripture deuteronomy 2 and 7 deuteronomy 28 1 through 3 and matthew chapter 15 verses 32 and 33 all of the new living translation from desperation to expectation deuteronomy 2 and 7 reads for the lord your god has blessed you in everything you have done he has watched your every step through this great wilderness during these 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you, and you have lacked nothing. Deuteronomy 28, 1-3 If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all His commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. And then Matthew 15:32 and 3 says then jesus called his disciples and told them i feel sorry for these people they have been here with me for three days and they have nothing left to eat i don't want to send them away hungry or they will faint along the way the disciples replied where will we get enough food here in the wilderness for such a huge crowd we see in both the old and new testament the idea on limited expectations because of this place called the wilderness. In several places in the Bible, we see where God's people make reference to an expectation that there will be lack because they are in the wilderness. It speaks to the limitations that we sometimes put on God, not because He is limited, but because our faith, our expectation becomes limited. Our expectations become limited based on our surroundings and what we see what we feel and what we hear which then affects what we do what we say and even sometimes what we pray life can cause your faith to change and therefore your prayer to change sometimes though god will lead us across a route to our destiny that does not seem logical to us we say there is an easier way to get where i want to go and if we are not careful we will find ourselves like many people in the Bible, such as Abraham, who felt like he had to assist God with his plan so that he would not have to endure the longevity of the wilderness. But I want to encourage you today that even when you find yourself in the wilderness, God does his best work there. So there was no need to become desperate or change your expectation based on what you see first scripture I read that is in the Old Testament is written where where the Israelites are nearing the end of their 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. And when we think of a wilderness, we often relate the word wilderness with struggle. We think uncomfortable, but what we have to remember about the Israelites' time in the wilderness is that although their disobedience caused them to have to be in the wilderness for far longer than they had to be, even in the wilderness, God constantly, consistently blessed them so that they lacked nothing as the scripture indicated. I need you to see how in this text today, the Israelites who God had delivered from Egypt missed the blessing in the field because they spent their entire life chasing the blessing that they expected to find in the city. But what I'm here to tell you on today is that as the text says, God can do in the field What he can do in the city, even in the field, God is good. What we have to understand about God is that he is not limited by our physical location. He is not limited by our socioeconomic status and he is not limited by our education. And he is certainly not limited by others' expectations of you. Somebody needs to know today that God, he can really do exactly what he said he would do. He says in the text that if you are obedient, you will be blessed in the city and in the field. In that place, Deuteronomy 28 and 1 indicates, it says, if you fully. This word sums up the issue the Israelites had while they were in the wilderness. It was not that they were always disobedient, the issue was that they would never embrace obedience in its fullness. They would cry out to God. God would hear their cry, deliver them, bless them. And before you knew it, they found themselves back in disobedience. So because of that, they often find themselves having to deal with unnecessary trials and tribulations. I always say that the Israelites are an uncomfortable mirror of who we are. As we do the same thing, we cry out to God for deliverance from our uncomfortable situations, but the cry becomes fainter as we become more and more comfortable living outside of his will. Moses knows better than anyone else the price of disobedience. Moses, who was an incredible, fearless leader, did not get to enter the promised land because his frustration with the people's disobedience caused him to be disobedient. Be careful that you don't allow the actions of others to cause you to miss the blessings of God. I know that we are living under grace, and I'm so grateful for his grace, but scripture lets us know that his grace does not give us a pass for disobedience. There are still consequences to sin. No, he will not never leave us or forsake us, and the grace we have through his Son allows us to be redeemed when we fall, it gives us a path back to God. But I'm here to let you know that there are some things, there are some trials that we go through that can be avoided. They can be avoided if we walk in obedience. Let me mess you up here. God provided grace to Moses in the Old Testament. What are you talking about, Brother Sean? Yes, Moses missed the promised land here on earth But nothing in the scripture leads us to think that he missed heaven. Don't miss this. There were some things that would have caused Moses to be able to live a better life on earth that he was unable to get to because of his disobedience. But Moses continued his assignment despite knowing that he wouldn't get to the promised land. Why did he do that? Because he knew that the ultimate promised land was not here on earth, but in heaven. I believe that Moses recognized that despite spending 40 years in the wilderness and never entering the promised land, he knew that even if he never got to the city, the promised land, he was already blessed in the field, the wilderness. And in the New Testament text today of Matthew 15 and 33, we once again see the perils of the wilderness. I need you to understand, though, that God does his best work in the wilderness, He does his best work in places where we don't necessarily expect him to show up in. So in Matthew chapter 15, verse 32 and 33, Jesus is out doing great works. He's healing. He's doing deliverance and all of those great things. And he has people who have been following him for three days. Jesus becomes concerned about those following him and he wants to feed them physically. Don't allow anyone to convince you that God is not concerned about you. Don't allow anyone to make you think that Jesus does not see what you're going through. He is concerned and he cares. And so when he expressed to his disciples that these followers need to eat, they immediately point to where they are and not who they are. They point to the fact that Jesus, we are in a wilderness. Where would we possibly get enough bread to feed these people numbering over 4,000. They do not reason that we are with Jesus, whom we have been present with as he has healed these people. They are so focused on location that they miss the revelation. They are so focused on the situation that they miss that they already have the answer. What did the disciples mean by indicating that we are in the wilderness? What I believe they meant is that we are in a place that is typically thought to be a place with limited resources, a place of lack, a place where the struggle really becomes real. And so sometimes when we think that we are in a place where the resources should be few, we think that they will be few. Therefore, we act as if they will be few. And so our actions become one of desperation instead of expectation. The disciples in this text, they are acting just like us. We see all the ways that he has made for us before, but oftentimes we get short-term memory and we find ourselves in situations that feel like the wilderness. And one of the enemy's greatest tactics is to cause us to lose sight of what we should do when we find ourselves in wilderness situations. I'm getting ready to close out here, but let me show you the biggest thing that I believe the disciples missed. And I'm hoping that you don't miss it today. The great work that Jesus had just done was in the wilderness. It's here where the followers have followed him into the wilderness and he has been healing them. He has been delivering them. He's been healing the sick and the lame, the dumb and the blind. So he has just proven that he can work and do great things, even in the wilderness. Even the Israelites in the Old Testament, they got to a place called the wilderness. And because the place is known as the wilderness, they become consumed with the name and forget that although they left the city in Egypt, they were living in wilderness conditions, even in the city. There, there. God caused plagues so that Pharaoh would let them go. He allowed their homes to be protected from death during the last plague, although it affected the Egyptians in the city. He split an entire body of water so that he could bring them through what he brought them to. I know the place you may be in right now, it could feel lonely, it may feel desolate, it may feel like God is not near, but I want to let you know that wherever you find yourself at, how far away it may seem to be from the place that you want to be, God does great things in wilderness-like situations. The older folks used to say, I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. Don't allow your situation to lead to desperation. Allow it to cause you to just look back so that you're reminded of what he did before so that it leads to an expectation. From desperation to expectation. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I'm Sean. I'm your Life Room Podcast host. We won't have our normal discussion today, but I do want to just leave you with a little encouragement to be reminded to do not lose your expectation. God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even think to ask, if we can just continue to have our expectation and we can just continue to have that faith, no matter where you are right now in the city, in the field, in the wilderness, God is able. So next time, thank you for joining the life room, real life, real Christian, real struggle.